apologize for keeping you waiting. Didn't mean to do that, but that was exciting, man. I, World Cup soccer, what are you going to do? The entire country of Argentina on its feet awaiting the result of that final PK. Argentina hit uh, their first three. Netherlands missed their first two. It looked grim. And then, just like in regulation, uh, the Dutch came back from nowhere. As Like I said, the Argentina was up in this game 2-0 about 80 minutes in, and, and the Dutch found a way to pound it home twice to tie that game, force extra time, or, you know, the, the, the late overtime, we would call it here, and then PKs. It was awesome, and Croatia beat Brazil earlier today in PKs. That was cool. All right. We're done talking about the World Cup. It is cool. Indiana's got a game tonight. If you like soccer, this is a big soccer day. Quarterfinals for the World Cup. And then Indiana in the semifinals of the College Cup. Taking on Pitt. Can't wait to watch that game. All right. Uh, let's talk about the Colts. Let's talk about the Pacers. Let's talk about media. A lot of people worried about Dan Dockage and saying, how, how's Dan Dockage going to put together a living? I'm going to tell you how you do it. I'm going to tell you how you can do it, and I'm going to tell him how he can do it. He already knows. Uh, however, first, we're going to talk about Chris Ballard. And uh, we're also, at the end of the show today, I'm going to ask you to comment. And the first one who does comments, Culpepper wins this ball. I will ship it. I've got the box right here, just waiting to put the thing in the box. And off it's going to go to you in plenty of time for Christmas. And way before Christmas, if you want to re-gift it, you can do that. What are you going to do with the Dante Culpepper autograph football with a certificate of authenticity from our friends at pristineauctions.com? All right. Hey, subscribe. you got to be a subscriber to win. Like the video. Ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live. If you want to donate, you can donate. That's fine. And if you want a stocking stuffer from when I ask for the uh, comment. Not now, David Newland. All right, um, a copy of Oops. I wrote this book. This book, look, it's got kind of nice big text. And uh, you know what? It's over 200 pages. And it's what we talk about, uh, mistakes. This is about the art of, of learning from mistakes and adventures. I've had many mistakes. I've made many mistakes. I've had many adventures. What people in their 20s don't understand is that the mistakes are good. Own your mistakes, love your mistakes, because you're going to learn from them, and they give your life texture. It's wonderful, all right? That's what the, the message of the book is. Go ahead, make mistakes. Chris Ballard has made mistakes. We're going to talk about them. We're going to make the case for and the case against Chris Ballard continuing in his role as the general manager of the Colts. Do you trust him? That's what Jim Irsay's got to decide. Do I trust Chris Ballard to put this thing back together? The things that he's been unable to do over his six years as general manager, do I now trust him to be able to do them? It's a valid question, and Jim Irsay's going to ask himself that question, and he's going to do it many times over the next six weeks, and we're also going to talk a little bit about what the Colts need to do to get to the playoffs because it's not entirely too far-fetched. Yes, it would require the Colts to win a lot of games. The remainder of their games in all likelihood. However, it's possible that they will do that because they match up pretty damn well with the Vikings. Okay, 
what Chris Ballard has done well, he's put together a good staff. Ed Dodds, Morocco Brown, good guys, good scouts. The, the Colts front office is really filled with quality football brains. That's a fact. Uh, he is confident and he's dedicated. You must be confident. If you are going to be the guy, not including Jim Ursay, the guy at the top of the managerial pyramid, you have got to be confident, and that confidence must be matched with equal amounts of dedication. If it's not, it all caves in on itself. Chris Ballard checks both those boxes. His drafts. His drafts have really been pretty good. Let's talk about his drafts. In the first rounds, he's taken three players. Malik Hooker, which I don't begrudge him, 15th overall pick out of Ohio State at safety. You stretch for a safety as a first-rounder unless you can get a guy who is going to be a game wrecker for opposing offenses. Malik Hooker, I'll tell you what, he kind of wrecked the night for the Colts uh, on, on Monday when they took on the Dallas Cowboys and Hooker was playing for the Cowboys, am I wrong? No. The draft selection, uh, I don't, and again, Hooker with a destroyed ACL uh, had a tough time getting healthy enough to stay on the field. Uh, then Quentin Nelson in 2018, a left guard. Highest draft uh, slot used to take a left guard or any guard since 1986. You know why people don't take guards at six? Because they're not high-leverage players. You don't win Super Bowls because you took a great guard or you have a great guard. You don't. If you can name one, have at it. I dare you. How about Joe DeLamalore? Oh, no. How about, well, Russ Grimm? Russ Grimm was pretty damn good as a guard, and he won. Okay, Russ Grimm, I give you. Larry Allen a little bit, I give you. John Hanna, nah, didn't win. Okay, uh, traded two ones and uh, traded back, got uh, a couple of picks, three picks because of another trade, got Michael Pittman Jr., got uh, uh, Ben Banigou and Marvell Tell with one first-round pick. The other first-round pick, he got Carson Wentz. Mm. Because he played 70% of his snaps. Who figured he was going to play 70% of his snaps and still the Colts would not be successful? Difficult to project that kind of thing. All right. The second round picks, there have been a lot of them. Chris Ballard loves his twos. He enjoys twos more than a guy who, who can get people out with a curveball. He loves, he loves twos. Uh, more than Trace Jackson Davis. Loves twos. He loves the two-point shots. We'll talk about the Hoosiers and their game against Alabama coming up tomorrow night, too. Uh, Pierce, Odangbo, Pittman, Taylor. Oof. Not bad. Odangbo? Eh, we don't know yet. Yassine? Not so good. But you were able to trade him and get Ngakwe. So, not so bad. Uh, ben Banigou. We have lamented the lack of productivity of Ben Banigou for years on this show. And still, old number 52 is out there sticking to offensive linemen like Velcro. Um, Paris Campbell, Shaquille Leonard, hello, and Shaquille Leonard and Quiddy Pay. We're going to give away two signed items from those guys uh, next week. 
from our great friends at pristineauction.com. All right, uh, Braden Smith, Kamoko Ture, uh, Lewis, we love Lewis. Nice guy. Feels so bad uh, for Lewis. And then, uh, well, there, and, and Quincy Wilson, who was a really nice guy, but he was like 12 when the Colts drafted him, and it didn't work out. He, he was too young and too fresh. Those are good draft picks. The third rounder's not bad, too. You got Woods, you got Ryman, who is coming into his own. You got Cross, who I think will wind up being a good safety. You've got uh, Blackman, another safety. Okereke, doing a good job this year. And Terrell Basham, who went ta-ta uh, a couple of years ago. So that's kind of the positive. And here's another positive. You don't have to change modalities in midstream with Chris Ballard. You retain all of what you got, and you maintain some consistency within what's going on, right? So you don't have to, like, put new nameplates on the doors, and stuff, and issue new business cards, and all the stuff that goes on when you change, right? When you have sweeping changes within the organization, then some other yo-yo is going to come in. He's going to want everything all different. We got to get rid of the golf course. Ah, this locker room, it's in a big giant circle. What the hell is going on here? I get lost. I never know which door to take when I leave. Whatever. Um, Khan. His inability to settle on one quarterback, his, he is not, the Colts have not, during the entire reign of Chris Ballard as a GM, they have not had consecutive seasons with the same starting quarterback in an opener. That isn't good, right? In, in 17, you had Tolzien. <laughs> then Luck, then Brissett, then Rivers, then Wentz. You can't make this up. Then Matt Ryan. That's a lot of guys. And two of them were worth a damn. Um, left tackle, unfilled after Anthony Costanzo retired, although Bernard Ryman might be the guy. Uh, the wide receivers are not dynamic, and they're not. You, you don't have a game breaker. You don't have a guy who gets a football and can take it to the house. You just don't. The yards after the catch, not good. And that's got something to do with the quarterback, too. But the wide receiver is not dynamic. He is, his record, Chris Ballard's, and this is how you're judged. Like all the other stuff is just blah, 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 right? He's 45, 48, and 1 as a general manager. That's not getting it done after five and three quarters years. Uh, he has kind of turned unpleasant, which shows a little bit of weakness. When you get unpleasant with the media, I think it shows that, you know, you got a scab that can be picked. And in scabs that can be picked, I don't like in an executive. Uh, it appears Ursay has become more active. That's not good. You want Jim Ursay playing the guitar, playing old Bob Dylan songs, and not getting his uh, business involved and his attention devoted to the football operation. You don't want that. You want him doing other stuff. You know, hey, I just learned uh, uh, Song Sung Blue by Neil Diamond. Come on in. Song Sung Blue. Isn't that a great song? Everybody knows one. Song Sung Blue. Weeping like a willow. I think that's the way it goes. You know, you, you want that, Jim, or say not. 
I got an idea for the draft. You don't want that guy. Yeah, you think we got the right coach? You don't want Jim Irsay asking those questions. Um, extensions have kind of missed. Leonard's extension, you know what? You, you can't foresee a chronic ankle injury and then back surgery and then another back surgery. So it's hard to lay that at Chris Ballard's doorstep. Uh, Quentin Nelson, $20 million a year. That's doubling down, brother. You know what I mean? And, and for whatever reason, he didn't walk away. He told Dan Dockich on his radio show uh, during the offseason when Dan, I think, floated out 14 to $16 million, And Ballard said, I don't think it's going to be that much. Maybe he said 18, 16 to 18. I don't think it's going to be that much, Dan. Well, you're right. It was more. Highest paid guard ever. Okay. Colts to get to the playoffs. They got to win the next two. They got to win at Minnesota, and it's not as preposterous as you think. Sure, you see the 10 and 2, and you say, oh my God, the Vikings are magnificent. This is, it's them and the Eagles. No. The Vikings, minus their first win of the year, all of their wins have been uh, one possession games. That's a fact. They are not that great, but they're good at winning, and that counts for something. Uh, the Jags have to beat the Titans this weekend. Good news on that front. Traylon Burks is out for Sunday's game. and He's only caught 25 balls, but he's a pretty dynamic character. 14.4 yards per reception. And then Trevor Lawrence says his foot feels good, his toe feels good, he's likely to start. Colts right now, a 1% uh, likely AFC South champ. Doubles to two if the Jags win this Sunday. If the Colts win their next two, like I said, against uh, the Vikings and the Chargers, and the Titans lose to the Jags and the Chargers, and the Jags beat the Titans but lose to Dallas, the Colts' chance of winning the AFC South goes to 18%, and then it gets fun because those following games are huge, especially Tennessee against Houston. If Houston can somehow find a way to beat Tennessee, you got a chance to get to the playoffs. Uh, again, the World Cup, Croatia beat Brazil in PKs. The Dutch lose to Argentina in PKs. So you've got Croatia and Argentina moving on. Dutch had been down 2 nothing late. It was a very exciting game. Amsterdam was bonkers. And Buenos Aires, you know what, uh, disconsolate. And then all of a sudden, because of the PKs, Buenos Aires, it's party time. And Amsterdam, they have closed for the first time in 178 years. Uh, radio is not the only answer for Dan Dockett or anybody else. People tend to look at traditional media as the only way to go. Here's what happens in traditional media. And here's what Dan Dockett and other radio hosts do. They pay, not in dollars, but in potential dollars not earned. They pay the radio companies for the privilege of hosting their shows on that radio station and allowing that company to sell it. So what Dan can do is do his own thing and have somebody sell it, share the money with the seller, and put the rest of the money in his pocket because there are loads and loads and loads of, of media via which he can disseminate his product. Why have other people sell it? Why have people owned by whomever sell it, some conglomerate? someplace else. 
He can do it himself. It's not that hard. If I can do it, certainly he can do it. And so can you. So start your own YouTube channel. Figure it out and turn it loose. But you have got to be authentic. You've got to be relevant. You've got to have fun. And you've got to be innovative. And if you can do those four things while uh, doing well in the search engine optimization area, you can win. And Dan will. Uh, Pacers tonight against the Wizards. First home game after a long road trip. Tends to somehow be a one-game extension of the road trip. Longest road trip the Pacers have had in the last 36 years. They've got the Wizards tonight at Cambridge Fieldhouse. They're five-point favorites. I love watching his team. Like uh, Halliburton and Heald and Matherin, they're just fun. Nebhard, they're just fun. Even Miles Turner is occasionally fun to watch. IU is in Vegas to play number 10 Arizona tomorrow. Ken Palm guesses that Indiana is going to win 80 to 79. These are really, really similar teams. They both like to run. Neither likes to shoot a whole bunch of threes. They play defense really, really well. And uh, their two-point field goal percentage is outstanding. Indiana is number seven in the country. And, and, uh, um, Arizona, in terms of, uh, yeah, they're number one. So there you go. Cop, Bates, Johnson, Galloway, all over 40% from beyond the arc. Do you, slow it, do you slow Arizona down or speed them up? Which do you do? It's time to comment with Culpepper. The first person to comment Culpepper is going to win this autographed football. There it is, David Newland. Congratulations, David Newland. You have done it. Uh, DM me on Twitter your, uh, your address, including your zip code, and I will get that bad boy to you. All right, go on Twitter. I'm at Kent Sterling, and off we go. Wonderful. Good for you, David Newland. Um, yeah, going to be a great day of college basketball tomorrow. I just cannot wait. For college basketball tomorrow, you've got Purdue taking on Nebraska at Nebraska tomorrow. Zach Eady, good luck stopping him. He's just too big. Then you've got Butler taking on Cal. Did you know that Cal's 0-10? 0-10. They've been beaten like by, what, uh, Texas State? They've been beaten by Southern? They've been beaten by UC Davis? What is Cal doing? Cal's terrible. What a train wreck. Conference of champions. My ass, Bill Walton. All right, there you go. Um, birthdays. I didn't celebrate birthdays this morning because, you know what, I, I got a little bit confused because I wanted to uh, talk about the book for a minute and tell you to go to Amazon. I will put a link to uh, buy this book at the bottom of this video description, all right? There you go. Or this audio description, depending on how you consume it. But birthdays today, Terry Talon, happy birthday, Shane Dodge, Al Bubba Baker celebrating a birthday, Bruce Gilbert celebrating a birthday, Robert Davis, Adam Shapiro, Parrish Cooper, and the great Jennifer Johnson. Happy birthday, and it is my son and his lovely bride, Carissa's, wedding anniversary today. Happy anniversary to the bub and to Carissa. If today's your birthday or anniversary, you celebrate like hell. If it's not, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Toby 
Thank you. David Newland said he doesn't have Twitter. Well, sign up for Twitter and DM me. You, you've got to be able to convey somehow your address to me. All right? You, you don't want to put it here. You, you just want to message me. But I'm not giving you my email or my number. If I don't get it by tomorrow, we will give away the football during uh, the post game for the IU game. IU game tomorrow, I think it's 7.30. So we'll do that at about 9.30, 10 o'clock tomorrow night if David Newland does not get a hold of us. What we will do in the meantime is dance. We'll do, you got to do the windmill from time to time. It's invented by the great Scott Rocker Meddy. Scott Rocker Meddy, the greatest dance inventor of all time. I'm going to continue to windmill. You don't need to watch this for goodness sake. We'll talk to you tomorrow after IU kicks the Arizona Wildcats' ass.